Section twenty of Nye and Riley's Wit and Humor. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kate Fallis. Nye and Riley's Wit and Humor The Chemist of the Carolinas by Bill Nye asheville north carolina december thirteenth last week i went out into the mountains for the purpose of securing a holly tree with red berries on it for yuletide i had noticed in all my pictures of christmas festivities in england that the holly with cranberries on it constituted the background of yuletide a yuletide in england without a holly bough and a little mistletoe in it wouldn't be worth half price here these vegetables grow in great confusion owing to the equable climate and so the holly tree is within the reach of all i resolved to secure one personally so i sped away into the mountains where in less than the time it takes to tell it i had succeeded in finding a holly tree and losing myself it is a very solemn sensation to feel that you are lost and that before you can be found something is liable to happen to the universe i wandered aimlessly about for half an hour hoping that i would be missed in society and someone sent in search of me i was just about to give up in despair and sink down on a bed of moss with the idea of shuffling off six or seven feet of mortal coil when a few rods away i saw a blue smoke issuing from the side of the mountain and rising toward the sky i went rapidly towards it and found it to be a plain dugout with a dirt floor i entered and cast myself upon a rude nail keg allowing my feet to remain suspended at the lower end of my legs an attitude which i frequently affect when fatigued the place was not occupied at the time i entered though there was a fire and things looked as though the owner had not been long absent it seemed to be a kind of laboratory for i could see here and there the earmarks of the chemist i feared at first that it was a bomb factory but as i could not see any of these implements in a perfected state i decided that it was safe and waited for the owner to arrive after a time i heard a low guttural footstep approaching up the hill i went to the door and exclaimed to the proprietor as he came merry christmas colonel merry christmas be damned said he in the same bantering tone what in three dashes two hyphens and an astonisher do you want here you double dashed and double blanketed blank to dash and return the wording here is my own but it gives an idea of the way the conversation was drifting you can see by his manner that literary people are not alone in being surly irritable and unreasonable so i humoured him and spoke kindly to him and smoothed down his ruffled plumage with my gay badinage for he wore a shawl and you can never tell whether a man wearing a shawl is armed or not i give herewith a view of this chemist as he appeared on the morning i met him 
it will be noticed that he was a man about medium height with clear-cut features and hair and retreating brisket his hair was dark and hung in great waves which seemed to have caught the sunlight and retained it together with a great many other atmospheric phenomena he wore a straw hat such as i once saw horace greeley catch grasshoppers in on the banks of the kinnick kinnick just before he caught a small trout i spent some time with him watching him as he made his various experiments finally he showed me a new beverage that he had been engaged in perfecting it was enclosed in a dark brown stone receptacle and was held in place by a common corn cob stopper i took some of it in order to show that i confided in him i do not remember anything else distinctly the fumes of this drink went at once to my brain where it had what might be termed a complete walkover i now have no hesitation in saying that the fluid must have been alcoholic in its nature for when i regained my consciousness i was extremely elsewhere i found myself on a road which seemed to lead in two opposite directions and my mind was very much confused i hardly know how i got home but i finally did get there accompanied by a strong leaning towards prohibition a few days ago i received the following letter sir i at first thought when i saw you at my laboratory the other day that you was a low inquisitive cuss and so i spoke to you in harsh tones and reproached you and upbraided you by calling you everything i could lay my tongue to but since then i have concluded that you didn't know any better you said to me that you found my place by seeing the smoke coming out of the chimney that has given me an idea that you might know something about what's called a smoke consumer of which i have heard i am doing a fair business but i am a good deal pestered as you might say by people who come in on me when i do not want to mingle in society a man in the chemist's business cannot succeed if he is all the time interrupted by tom dick and harry coming in on him when he is in the middle of an experiment i am engaged in making a remedy for which there is a great demand but its manufacture is regarded with suspicion by united states officials who want to be considered zealous rather than be drawn into any difficulty with these people i have always courted retirement and avoided the busy haunts of men still some strolling idiot or other will occasionally see the smoke from my little home and drop in on me could you find out about this smoke consumer and see what the price would be and let me know as soon as possible if you could do so i can be of great service to you leave the letter under the big stone where you found yourself the other day when you came out of your trance i call it a trance because this letter might fall into the hands of your family if you will find out about this smoke consumer and leave the information where i have told you you will find on the following day a large jug of mountain dew in the same place that will make your hair grow and give a roseate hue to your otherwise gloomy life 
do not try to come here again it might compromise me a man in your position may not have anything to risk but with me it is different my unsullied reputation is all i have to bequeath to my children if you come often there will not be enough left to go around as i have a large family if you hear of anybody that wants to trade a good double-barrel shotgun for a small portable worm and retort that is too small for my business i can give him a good trade on it if he will let you know this is a good machine for experimental purposes and being no larger than a babcock fire extinguisher it can be readily conveyed to a place of safety at a very rapid rate you might say to your friends that we shall try in the future as we have in the past to keep up the standard of our goods so as to merit a continued patronage citizens of the united states or those who have declared their intention to become such will always be welcome at our works provided they are not office holders in any capacity we have no use for those who are in any way connected with the public teat dictated letter i b moonshine i hope that anyone will feel perfectly free to address me in relation to anything referred to in the above letter all communications containing remittances will be regarded as strictly confidential. End of section 20